Ananaseo kit. <laughs> Howdy, Phoebe. What a wonderful job at Korean. You know, in my spare time, I, I do study Korean here and there through watching. How many points do you have on Duolingo? Oh my Duolingo God. Korean. My Duolingo owl is constantly sending Dead. me. Stop. <laughs> sending me like these yeah. fresh messages. And I, I won't stand for it. I'm... I, I need to delete the app in actual fact, but I really want to learn Spanish. Sorry, but sorry, Korean. I'm currently learning Spanish. Nick, can we learn Spanish together? Because I'm currently learning it and I need someone to to to, to just make mistakes with because otherwise I'm going to be stressed. I actually, because the thing is, I do want to learn conversational Spanish before I learn really any writing because I think that's the proper way to learn a language is speaking. Yes. Because... I think the British education system has fucked us up because the British education system is like, you know what's more important than being able to speak the language? The random grammar. I know, that's like, that just really like messed me up. Like, I did 11 years of French and I can have a basic conversation. And I can understand French and I can read French quite well. Well, I can understand French if someone is speaking in a formal way extremely slowly. But, um... Yeah, I, I I hate that I can't speak French. Like, I wasted 11 years of my life. What about you? Did you learn French at school? Yes, I learned French at school. I did, um... Yeah, I lived in Belgium. And so I... And <laughs> yeah. this is how fu- no, 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 but this is how fucked it is. This is how bad the British education system is. I went to a British school in Belgium. And that is the reason I can't speak French. Because they were still... Like, even in this British school in Belgium, they were like... A, we're not gonna we're not gonna teach it to you properly. That so, sucks. I mean, so I mean, I lived I was born there. I lived there for seven years. I did it all through. I, I can't speak a word of it. I can what read it. Waste. If you give me like a magazine, I can probably read. I mean, I'm the exact same. Like, I can read French to. I wouldn't say I'd be able to like read like Shakespearean French or anything like that. That would be too difficult. Right. But if I if I have a magazine, I'd be able to read it quite easily. I would get the gist of what an article's about. Like, you know, I could kind of tell what their point was. But yeah, no, if someone starts speaking it to me, I just break out in sweat and panic. I follow someone on Instagram who is French and they were like beefing with someone. And I was, and they were posting all the messages. And I was like trying to decipher what was going on. But there was like a couple of words which I just like couldn't understand in the context because I think they were using slang. And I never, I never learned any slang. Um, no. And uh, I was, I was like trying to work it out on Google Translate, and I was, it was horrific. I didn't understand what was going on. You were like, I know there's tension, but I can't figure out why, and it's killing me. <laughs> like exactly. intranslatable tension. Um, yeah, no. But back though, back to to Korean. Are you actually learning Korean? No. I well, the this. thing is, apparently, Korean is one of the easiest. I think Asian languages at least to learn because mm. it's uh, it was formulated purposely in a way where everyone could learn how to do it from I think traditional Chinese. Um, that well, may, I think that they may be like, when you see lies. You're <laughs> like I don't know I don't know what fallacy I brought that out from. But like even when you see it written, like it's actual written like alphabet is like so clean mm-hmm. in the sense that it's just straight lines and circles, and it has such like a like, it's a very precise, actual sort of, you know, alphabet in terms of the fact that it's, I can imagine it being quite Yeah, and it's really nice that. sounding to the ear, but I feel yeah. like I, I don't really have that many opportunities to go to Korea 
Korean isn't spoken in many other countries in the world, so it's a bit like that is true. Why that learn? Um, because I, I don't really see myself ending up in Korea. Although my um, suggestions on YouTube are constantly how to get a Korean man, how to <laughs> like, date Korean Why? Men. What? What? It's just, is your, are the questions, like, are you just like, looking up how to date Korean men on YouTube? Is that recently why? I've gotten somewhat into like K-pop and I don't mean BTS when I say that. I mean like... No, I know. You mean, you mean, you mean GTO7 or whatever they're called because I saw it on um, Spotify. Yes. You calling my name is a banging yes. song. Yes. 100%. He knows what's up. Um, yeah. yeah, like, Got7, I love them. Who else? I like Wonho. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Everyone Google you would oh, one ho. One ho is so sexy. Do you know, can I say something? That there is there is there is there is a video bookmark bookmarked in my on my Twitter account, right? And it's a fan cam of one ho. And sometimes yes. late at night I might visit that fan cam in my bookmarks. And and, and have a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, for some reason, watched a whole video of his workout routine. Do I care about that at all? No. Did I enjoy seeing the physique in the gym? You know, doing what it's meant to do. Of course I did. Can I say that I, I, I am single. What does your, what does, what, what is, what does your other half think about you? I, well, when he goes onto your YouTube, he just sees how to get a Korean man. Is he like? Well, this? he's as bad as me. He loves a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and he's watched these one ho videos along alongside of me. So he's. Are you ever worried his... that he's enjoying it a bit more than you? Well, I always like stare at him, and I'm like, "What are you looking at when you're watching it? Like, are you looking at his form, or are you looking at his form? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like his physical form. His yeah. physical wow. form. Is it? Is it's a constant state of anxiety for you, really? I mean, Just... if between that and the show tunes, <laughs> it really is a hard. One of the BTS boys show up at mine and my boyfriend's door. Um, I think I will be, you know, forgotten about pretty instantly. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know what? Human nature, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, anything for a story, am I right? That's, that's my motto. <laughs> hey, when, when, when you finally start your YouTube channel and you can say, my boyfriend dumped me for a BTS member, that, that, that is, is a, a that story is a YouTube that will story get a million clicks. So let's hope that Not clickbait. Not clickbait. Yeah, jeez. Oh my God. I was watching something this week and I, I wanted to talk about it. Do you, do you like Marvel? No. You do because I remember. I think you have like opinions about it, but um, there's this new Marvel thing that's come out called WandaVision, which I think you may like. It has one of the Olsons, not the Olsen twins, but no, it's got Elizabeth Olsen. That's that's her name. Um, because yeah. <laughs> uh, she plays Wanda. She plays Wanda. Yeah, have, but it's really. <laughs> have it's, you never seen the Avengers? Um, a lot goes on. There's a lot of characters that are introduced in the see, Avengers. See, this, so. is the thing. this is why I don't like it, because it's too much. But I mean, yeah, I, I suffered through them. Some of them, not all of them. Well, but, uh, I'll skip moments which I think are made for the children, because it is a Disney movie now, Marvel movies. So I'm not really into that. But yeah, I think you would really like WandaVision, although it has I scenes- keep seeing the trailer for it. It has scenes of like Wanda, so she's 
let I won't spoil it for you, but she let's say she's back in time and she's in the 1950s and she's like acting like the subservient woman and it triggers me so much. But obviously it's like the storyline, so I can't. But you're just like I can't deal with this. I'm like liberation now. Live, live for yourself, Wanda. Don't live <laughs> under this man. Like what are you doing? Yeah. You were like, burn those bras, Wanda. We got my sister B. Exactly. But I think you would really like her. Um... I think it's... I've, I mean, from what I've seen from the from the trailers, it's, like, very kind of weird and slightly experimental in terms of, like, a Marvel show. So I do... I, I, I will give it a... I might give it a... I might give it a gander. It's one of those little, things, little though, look. that I will say you do have to watch them one after the other, one after the other. So we had... A little bit of a technical difficulty, but we are back. <laughs> we are back. I love how you say we to try and make this collective, but it was me. I fucked up. With maybe marginally better audio quality now coming from Kit. Um, he yeah. just had an issue with the microphone. But um, People are probably more upset that they can hear me clearly. They probably enjoyed the fact that I, they, they were, that, that I, was, I was barely audible. Um, but yeah. But yeah, should we talk about the film now? Yeah. So the reason, if we do end up using the the, the previous material, which we probably did, the reason we would that that Phoebe beautifully introduced this with with in Korean was because we are watching Parasite, which wow. is one of the most talked about films in twenty nineteen. I feel like it was probably discussed by everyone, and it was. Yeah. I wouldn't say overhyped. I think it had a good amount of hype for the movie that it was being a foreign film um, in the West. Mm. But, um, yeah. yeah, let's talk about... Let's just yet again dive in. Let's dive in. <laughs> let's again, let, yet again dive in. I think, um, actually, firstly, this is... Because you've seen this, you'd seen this film before. You've seen this film a while ago. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically, because you've seen this film before, you saw this film kind of closer to when it came out. So I saw this film. I did wait quite a while. A lot of people were saying to me, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. And I was like, oh, when anyone says that to me, I'm always repulsed by the idea of yeah, actually same. watching it because I don't want to talk about it with someone and like have a different opinion to them. And then they get upset because they recommended it. We have very different reasons as to why we don't want to watch films that people why? recommend to why us. Why do you not want to watch films that people My thing is, and the reason why I, 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 ne- I haven't watched this film until literally yesterday was because um, uh, I get, it's the same thing with like my whole thing with Marvel is that when it's such a hype around it and people are going, watch it, watch it, watch it, I get really stressed and I don't know what it, like why, but there's this sort of like stress to be like part of the... yeah everyone's talking about it and so there's like this kind of weird uh like yeah pressure to be part of it the thing or whatever the sort of you know yeah pressure to and be so like I just find myself running away as well I feel yeah and kind of like I don't know it's just this idea of like it, even like if I were to have watched Parasite at the the height of its hype when everyone was watching it 
literally when the first like couple of shots happened my heart would go would be beating i just know it because (laughs) there would be this sense of like oh my god i've got another two hours to get through this film that everyone's talking about and there's like such an uh, do you know what i mean it make make no sense no i do Um, get that because when something is like greatly anticipated and it's built up to be the best thing you're ever gonna see and everyone's talking about it it's such a letdown even when it's like an amazing film it's such a letdown because you think it's gonna literally change your life because of the way yeah, I'm, I'm expecting to get i'm expecting to 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 get an orgasm right at the end of this film literally. but that's the level of like of 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 ecstasy people are, are putting on it but yeah um, i had watched this movie before and i'd even written a paper about it at university but i've completely lost this article um that's so sad. I, do you remember like the vague, the vague idea? Of yeah. What so saying? basically, I was talking about okay. the kind of uh, symbolism within the home and uh, the juxtaposition between the two homes, which is the very first scene where it's the obvious wealth disparity between the two homes. One mm. of them is a basement, and then the other one, a semi-basement, and then the other one is a house, an architectural marvel on top of a hill. Which yeah. literally symbolizes the houses under the ground and the other houses on the hill. On top of a hill. Yeah, yeah there's a very clear uh, visual distinction being made there. Yeah. And um. the Parks house is one of the most beautiful homes I've ever seen in my life. Like, that is kind of the home oh, that I would stunning. want to live in. But it's so the vastness of the house compared to what the other family of four is living in, the Kim family, is is insane. Yeah. The Kim family, the funny thing is, though, and I don't know whether this is just me, but, like, the Kim family home isn't, like, I mean, in comparison to the, ha- to, to the, to the Park family house, like, shite. But in itself, I was like... You could make this quite nice, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'm kind of liking the concrete walls and the sort of, like, you know, rustic... Kit just wants I mean, to live in a dungeon. This is why You is. know, hey, hey. I mean, the toilet was interesting. The toilet situation of the house was interesting. Oh, yeah, on top of but, that. Um, it's, 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 it's put up. It's interesting. I, I didn't hate it, though. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was an interesting, you know, rearrangement of sorts. Um, no, but what's interesting is yeah. the, the whole movie is about kind of the social classes in um, Korea. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, using my geography graduate knowledge, did you know that Here we um, go. Come on, girl. in Korea, it has one of the highest elderly poverty rates in a developing country? Because Shit, I did not know that. it's really hard to transition between classes. So say if you're born lower class that w- that is probably how you're going to be your entire life um so it's incredibly hard to move within the hierarchy and kind of change your name um and become one of these like incredibly rich people because everyone's kind of like old money if they're super rich yeah that's crazy i didn't I, like i don't know i, I this might sound like a stupid thing to say, but Korea doesn't strike me as that kind of... Because I guess in, in England, we have such a... You know, we have such a specifically cultural and national class 
problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a very, like, you know, and people always talk about class in Britain that, like, I guess it's just my own ignorance of, like, not considering it. Maybe in other countries, but specifically, I don't know, I guess just because of the media we consume in Korea, it's so, like, this amazing, vibrant country with all this, like, amazing cultural export that you kind of... The idea that you have, like, that kind of poverty, especially amongst, like, elderly people, is kind of crazy. No, it's... It, and that's why there's, you know, these semi-basement apartments, because that's literally all these people can afford. And I was even watching something recently where it was, like, um, kind of, like, dormitory rooms, and people would live in... I don't know, a three meter by six meter, yeah, like apartment for like their whole yeah. life, and it's kind of crazy. That's crazy. It is bizarre. Like, but I mean, even like when I went to um, but it's just I, I mean, it's quite it's it's it it's for a lot of like Asian countries or cities. Like I remember when I went to Hong Kong, and when you go when you go to Hong Kong, like when you see the size of some of these flats that you have like a family of four or five living in because they're all living on top of each other. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And th- and that's not even like a, some of those, some of those houses aren't even like, you know, they're not even like, you know, working class no, I communities think or working class locations. It's just- Hong Kong it, has like can, the mo- you, its most expensive per square meter of space. Yeah, which is I imagine. Because they've built up basically because they can't build out. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's Jeez, it's so crazy. But yeah, what are your first impressions mm. of like both of the families? Both of the families. <laughs> hot sun. Well, I think hot sun. Uh, in the park family. No, Kim no, <laughs> in, in the Kim family. The other one is like four. Um, hot dads. Do you know what? Both of them had hot dads. I would have. I would have. I, I like both of the dads. Questionable. Everyone was like, when I said hot dad, to someone about this. I was. I was texting my friend, and they were like, "You mean like the rich dad?" And I was like, "And the poor one." To me, that both had a lovely head of hair. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, I that's think kid, that, kid standards. They that's, are I'm losing the mine. They it's an indicator. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like that. I will say, like, I really loved. I mean, obviously, you start off with the Kim, uh, the Kim family, and I really love them. There's such like a heartwarming element to them. You know that they're, they're so friendly and connected to each other, and you know they, there's I don't know, they're just you. You automatically are like, oh, this is a family that you're rooting for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I mean, they were of, very much like a unit, whereas like compared to the Park family, um, oh, yeah. they were all over the place. I don't think that there's like maybe a couple of scenes where the whole Park family is even together. Are together. So and usually they're negative. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And it just shows um, like kind of the different places where the families come from. But during the film, the Kim family essentially like infiltrate the house and as each member gets involved in the house in some way as a worker, it just gets more and more chaotic and sinister. And ridiculous. Like, I love that this film is like... It's a comedy thriller, it, which is like, it's an interesting kind of mold together. It's, yeah, I will say I've never seen a film like it. Firstly, I I think the, um, the premise of it is, like, fantastic in terms of the idea. Like, I'd never really heard or seen anything like that idea of a poor family slowly infiltrating yeah. a rich family household. It's not Downton Abbey. And then, <laughs> 
It's no, it is not Downton Abbey, and the genre of it is so weird, as you say, because it's like it's like comedy thriller. There are parts where I would consider it horror, yeah, and then it's like full on crime drama. So it is this bizarre sort of. Like, but it, it's crazy merging. how that all works, and I think what is done mm. so well in Korean film and TV is that it's so obvious that they storyboard everything and everything as they are filming, they are wrapping up all the yeah purpose. Loose ends are all wrapped up. There's a meaning for everything that they do. Everything is purposeful. Like the art on the walls is so purposeful in the park's home. Like in my essay, I wrote so much about that. And it's just- Oh really? Yeah, because Basically, like, all in the pictures in the home, the Park family is, like, seen as a unit and they're all together and the the mum is sitting on a chair and, like, the dad is mm. standing up and he's got his authoritarian hand on her shoulder. Ooh. And then also she's yeah. hung up the, uh, the child genius who she's kind of deluded by the fact that she thinks her child is so great when he's done, like, very childlike drawings that anyone would do at that age um and it's just that was but that's an interesting thing because it's like there is like that is where that it's a very interesting sort of like uh cultural difference in comedy which happens anywhere right because there was it took me a moment to realize that that was the joke yeah like when he's saying it's just the way that that a chimpanzee and she goes no it's a self-portrait that took me a really long time to like realize that that was like it was only until i realized that they were like bullshitting and that the whole like because it's just because obviously i don't know korean i don't know the 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 sort of the nuances Mm. of the language in the same sense but catching up because i was like oh my god is this meant to be i i couldn't quite read it and then realizing the moment that you realize that oh no, they're fully taking the piss out of the Park family. Like, they are fully kind of... That is the premise of this entire film. Mm. I was like, ah, I'm on it. I got it. Um, which some people might be like, you're a, you're a dumb fuck for not catching on to no, that No, but one. I think but... there are some very subtle ways which it starts to introduce, like, the differences between the families. And some of it is done through humour, where, yeah, they're making fun of them. And then I think kind of the Kim family starts to get greedy with their power almost and they start to make fun a bit more and talk a bit more freely than they usually would um which is interesting because they see they feel like they can get away with so much um Mm. but I will say though I will say the, the the entire film changed for me in that scene with like where the it's kind of in the scene where you find out about the basement in that house. Yeah, that was when I was like, "Oh, this film is is going in a completely different no, direction than I thought it was going to go." So in. So I think that is exactly in the middle of the film. So yeah, I think it's practically halfway. There is literally like a in. storm which brings a shitstorm of like chaos where. The part the the that Kim family is like living inside uh the park's home whilst they've gone camping, and I don't know. Would you do that if you like worked for a really no. rich family? Well, would you thing- go into their home when they weren't there? Would you feel like oh this is like now my time for a bit of fun? Because I don't know whether I would do that because I'm just like an anxious person in general. I because I, I don't know if well, they were being my like, whole thing would be like. Or not. 
Well, the thing is, my whole thing would be like, oh, it, I would initially be like, yeah, do it. But then I would constantly be panicked of what happens if they come home. Like, you never, like, you can't, you can't, unless you have CCTV footage of them, you can't know when they're coming home. Yeah. And that would just, I couldn't have a good, here's the other thing though. If I did have my family over, we would not be getting that drunk. No. Like, I would, we would be, we, we might have a drink or and two, but I'm going to be like, if they're coming back, I need to be of sound mind. There was also, you know? like, slightly before when they find out about the basement, I think there's a really interesting scene where, again, I only really picked up on this when I was, like, really analysing the movie, but there is Mr. Park, so, like, the richer guy, he is saying to Mr. Kim, like, she talking about the previous uh, people that worked in his home, she didn't cross the line. And there was like this thing about crossing the line, which again alludes Mm. to the line between rich and poor, like the wealth gap, the class gap. And I think this is really interesting because the whole movie is then them seeing like how they're crossing the line and how those boundaries Yes, they're there and they're bad, some of the boundaries, but then some of them professional boundaries, which they kind of took the piss of a mm. bit, they sh- they are there for a reason, but that still doesn't mean someone can say that you smell, but um, it's just very Well, yeah, I think it's quite interesting, because I think in regards to those crossing the line thing is quite quite interesting again because, I mean, you see it right at the end, right? Like, the big thing right at the end is he pushes the you know the crazy guy in the basement out of the way to get his car keys and then he like clogs his nose because he smells mm. right and i mean that's all done in slow motion and it's so it's that thing of of crossing the line goes both ways right that idea of of cross if because he's originally talking about the fact that oh the the people who previously worked in the house never crossed their professional line but also their sort of social line in terms of how they talk to us and what they do right and in that sense you see this thing where what i what i'm supposing the film is suggesting is that people of the sort of upper echelons of society don't extend that same gratitude when they think about crossing a sort of moral or social line in terms of how you interact with other people that aren't you know part of your society so i think it's interesting the way that they 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 did flip that and they play with those ideas then of what crossing the line means what also on top of that is there's a sex scene where they're having the fantasy of being these kind of poor dirty that's in air quotes you know yeah. drugged up people yeah, air quotes, by the way. um and it's just so far from their reality that it's role play for mm. them and that it's you know interesting for them to act out where literally the kim family are hearing this and what is entertainment yeah what is entertainment for them um is their real life and i think there's that realization of where the kim family was getting too comfortable in that moment they're like reminded who they are in society which is yeah very difficult no, exactly. And I think that thing about... Yeah, I think there's, like, a fu- that funny thing, again, of, like... 
with the crossing the line because for me okay this is going to be a bit of a, this is going to be a weird point <laughs> that might need to, I might need to go around a bit um because I always say like my my the the scariest thing to me in like horror films or even thrillers is the prospect of like your domestic private space being like usurped yeah. or being that's like, always what I've found you know, most like, scary like um what's it called paranormal activity like home is like really scary for me because it could like it's in the home and home invasions as well horrifying oh terrifying because they're, you're you're they're like. The, the 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 core space that you're like this is where I'm safe and this is where I can be me and I can be most private and I can be whatever is completely like desecrated and so that's why when she when she opens that door and she when she when, when the the old maid sort of kind of starts running down into the basement and you're like there's a fucking basement like it firstly so terrifying but then realizing that you have because I mean the basement underneath the house looks exactly like the uh, the Kim family home yeah. in terms of layout. And again... And you're just like, weird, weird similarities, weird symbolism. And it's on. another layer of the class, which I don't think the Kim mm. family have even considered that they could drop a class, like, to be in this bunker. Um, right. And I think, you know, even they are judging him. They're like, how can you live like this? Like are you not motivated to go outside and like earn your keep work and you know that's kind of like the ironic moment in the film because it's like look at him judging the even poorer guy in this situation well that's the thing because when the mum goes when the mum's down there and she sees the two of them and she's threatening to call the police and then you have the role reversal where she where the old maid is begging her not to and then you have the role reversal where they find out that when, you know, the fa- the whole family fall down the stairs. And then you have this such interesting relationship between where below this sort of rich house, you have uh, members of like lower, lower classes, like working classes, like fighting each other for spots of the upper echelon. Like that idea of like, that kind of idea of like dog eat dog, like, you know, yeah, and there's pushing, like limited spaces in the pushing, rich world that like exactly, it's either yeah, yeah. him or me. And that weird kind of way of like and and the fact that that scene happens literally under the house, underground, in this weird dark, you know, and they're both vying for this sort of like fantasy, right? They're vying for this fantasy that neither of them can or then do achieve by the end of the film. So it's this really sort of bleak like I don't know it, 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 it I don't know it's quite it is quite bleak in a way mm. um but then um so they go back to their their home after all of this and it's flooded so like their kind of karma the of this situation which is yeah it's so sad their home is destroyed um and they have to sleep in a shelter but there was also something really interesting about this scene, which I don't know if you picked up on this. So at the beginning of the movie, they're given this scholar's rock. And this is a rock, which uh, is, I think it's worth a little bit of money. I wouldn't say it's like crazy money, Um, but it is throughout the film kind of looked at purposely placed within the Kim's home as something that's like, 
rich people have this, I have this, this is my one kind of token of a rich lifestyle and this is what motivates me throughout the film. But like, what's interesting is having this possession almost is a curse because the aspiration to be crazy rich makes him crazy. And um, what's funny is, well, not funny, but um, cool, (laughs) is when the house is flooding, this rock floats to the surface. So that means it's a fake rock because it's hollow. Oh, is that what it means? Well, that's what some... When I did my research for my paper, that that's what it said. It? Um, and I don't know whether it's directly spoken about with Bong, the uh, director. I don't know if he actually talked comments on, on that specifically. But it's really interesting because he's put all his eggs in one basket, essentially. And he's realised he's, he's effed up. Um, and this yeah. kind of idealization of this rich lifestyle is not at all what it seems, i.e. the rock is not what it seems. Shit, I didn't even see that or think about that. Do you want to know why? It's because in that that, that that entire scene, um, the only thing that I was focused on because I, it was like my favourite scene is when the <laughs> sister gets on top of the squirting toilet oh, and just, has a cigarette. Yes. And because I she she takes the cigarette from out the out the top of the out the top of the ceiling, sits on a on a toilet squirting sewer water and has a cigarette and I was like, that would be me. That would be <laughs> like, me. That would she she was smoking like Lucky Strikes or something and I was like, girl, it's been a shit day. No, honestly, have a cigarette. All you want to do is enjoy yourself. Yeah, have a cigarette. Um, but yeah, so then um. Yeah, this this film gets. I mean, hit, okay. Then the film goes into like overdrive. Yeah. In terms of, I mean, how the pace of this film Daco is really doing. good because it starts off very slowly and it's very quickly getting more and more and more extreme, but in a very. It doesn't seem like oh, this came out of nowhere. It seems like it was progressive yeah. and it was intentional, like everything that happened and yeah it kind of comes to the final scene where it's um the little boy the little park boy's birthday um and yeah shit hits the fan i mean because i think it's like they do this week i mean firstly another one of my favorite moments is when the mother kicks the old man yes down the (laughs) stairs like not even looking at her just back kicks her down the stairs as she's like holding something, I don't remember. Um, but like, you do have this weird thing of because like, I was just like, the big mystery for me was more just like, what do they do knowing that there are these people under this house? Well, I think who are like kind of part of them now. Yeah, they were willing to. I don't know if they were gonna murder these people, but they definitely they tied them up. Um, and one of them does end it up dying, like, or to both of them. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> they both do. Um, but because yeah, man, it's really strange because I think it was really grasping at straws because they didn't know what to do, but they still wanted to live this lifestyle. So it was yeah, it's a very but then they um basically <laughs> they're about to they're like gonna give this boy his cake. <laughs> 
for his birthday. And then the Kim son has gone downstairs to give them the rock because he looks like he's feeling really guilty. He's like holding this rock that mm. he's like almost looks like he's like gonna offer it to them. He then gets tied up. There's a whole fight kind of running away. That's st- that staircase in the in the basement is terrifying as well. Yeah. Like whenever anyone's running up it, I get shit scared. Then he gets bludgeoned by the rock. He gets it like smashed over his head, and I was it's like, "It's very visceral right, okay. as well. It's very like it has noises and." <laughs> oh, but there's the, the bit because he smacks him on the head with the, the 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 guy living under in the basement smacks him on the head with it, and then, and then I was like, "Okay, that's gonna be it." And then you see like a long shot of him standing him over him, and he like lifts it again, and I'm like, "Surely they're gonna cut away." And then it, you just fully see him smack it on his head again. And I was like, right. I just witnessed that with my, with my bare eyes. Um, oh, just, yeah, poor boy. Head trauma boy. is a no from me. And did, did I tell you I fell over last week and hit my head in the park in front of like loads of people? And oh, no one came rushing to me. Oh. <laughs> But I, everyone I will just say like, though, in a pandemic, it's weird. Well, obviously, yeah, to be I mean, honest, how I didn't bad want was it? Were you bleeding to out? Touch me. Um, but yeah, I, I just slipped in some mud and I like waxed the back of my <gasps> head. Um, and Ooh. I like. Oh, it's. Uh, I, but I've received many head traumas in my life. Like, um, somewhat, my brother threw a hairbrush at my head and I got knocked out. I, I've gone over the handlebars of my bike. Um, oh Christ! Are you gonna be? Is this gonna be like you know like? This how is long, me explaining uh, why I am the way I am. <laughs> yeah, this is you just giving a little caveat for the whole, the whole, the whole Phoebe experience. <laughs> um, wow, geez, Louise, man, I've got a dent in my head. Oh my gosh, it it shows. So, <laughs> in many ways, in many ways, me and you are like. Oh, well, you oh, you oh, weren't oh, like dropped a... as a child. You were thrown at a wall. That's what someone said to me one time. <laughs> oh my god, I thought you were saying that about me, and I was like, what? <laughs> Isn't that the meanest- You got thrown no, at a wall? that's a joke. <laughs> oh my god. I love how- I would be- <laughs> Is that your mother? Was your mum just like, you weren't dropped, we just <laughs> threw you. We just she dropped kicked me, actually. Across the room. <laughs> uh, your mum had enough. Um, this, this took a turn. Um, yeah, jeez, man. You know, so- jeez. The end of the film is, it's interesting because there's also like the, um, the Indians in America, the Native Americans and the Americans kind of idea as well, where it's, they're dressed up as Native American people, which the rich people don't really understand that that's offensive and they keep on referring to them as Indians in the film and yeah it's an interesting one yeah so but that also shows like their disconnection from kind of the history of like disparity in a way well yeah there's like an interesting like obviously yeah there's a a, that was definitely like intentional colonial yeah yeah, there's like a definitely sort of like colonial I I mean I, I mean I read it as like a sort of like yeah, a very much of displacing one group of people in terms of the way that 
society is then built upon. Here's where rich people live. Here's where the poor people live. You know, mm. and that sense of then, you know, and and when like he put when um, uh, Mr. Kim has to like put on this like Native American headdress and pretend to be the sort of like Native American. After he's just lost his home as well, like he's having to do exactly all of this. And like put a smile on his face um, for a child's and then he goes, birthday and then he goes, party. It's part of your job. Yeah. And then Mister. He's a driver. The, the park dad is just like, yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, you're getting paid overtime. This is your, this is your thing. And I'm like, dude, you deserve to get stabbed. Like I, I was mean, just he like, didn't I die didn't... though. So basically, the guy from the basement comes out and he wants to kill the. Knife wielding, knife wielding, max axe murderer. Do, he kills Jessica. Um, oh, I felt so bad. I know me too because because kind of she, she was, was the only favorite. one with potential, which is kind of the shitty yes. thing. She, I was like, oh god, going to art school. Like Get she that. could have really turned her life around if she like applied to a college or one of those like kind of skill courses, like enterpr- enterprises. Mm. Like she could have done like a graphic design enterprise. Um, I don't, obviously I don't know if that's a thing in Korea, but I'm sure something like that is available. Like she definitely had the skills to do that, and she had she was and she had very bad. She was incredibly smart as well to like manipulate those people so well, and to just like ad lib everything. Um, So that's like really disappointing that she was the one to die out of all of them because I think she was the one that had the best intention within the house. Like she was really helping the boy. I also just liked her personality, and I don't know whether it was just her smoking in places yes. she probably She was large and in charge, which I really appreciate. <laughs> she was large and in charge, and like I just liked her, like the, like the persona she put on when she was scamming this family of just being like this really serious, pretentious art student, being like, you must leave me whilst I'm in the process of my art there. Assuming that that whole thing was like fab and loved. And so when... I, I mean, I'm sure I was for sure that the son was a goner. With that head injury, yeah. I was like, there's no way you're coming back. And so when she was dying, I was like, dear God, let one of them get saved. And they saved the son. What? Yeah. Oh. No, and Useless. then basically Mr. Kim is provoked by Mr. Park in the end of it because he has made comments about the way that um, Mr. Kim smells, which I just think is so, like, below the belt. Um, That's crossing the line. That's crossing the line, exactly. And he then, as he's trying to get his car keys to help, was his kid really hurt, or was... No, his kid was seizuring. Oh, because he was Because out. he sees the same ghost. He sees ah, the same ghost. He was seizing. Well, he sees the ghost. Because that's this. There's a, a, a scene earlier on where she's talking about the son mm. seeing a ghost, which is actually the guy in the basement. That scene where it's like. The in two that eyes. Little crack of the door and the two eyes come up. Boy, I was like. That was when I was like, this is a horror film. Yeah. I don't want this. I did not sign up for that this. That was not what I expected from that scene at no, all. I, no. And that was no. really freaky because everyone's seen like two glowing eyes in the darkness. You know what I mean? Like I everyone's made and that up. And he crawls up the stairs like Gollum and I'm like, that is terrifying. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, man. Um, um, but then Mr. 
Kim stabs Mr. Park, kind of in retaliation of this crossing the line and trying to send a message, but obviously it's ultimately the worst message to do um, because he would be life in prison for doing that, right? Or at least 10 years or something. I don't know how that yeah. works. If you stab someone, how many, how many years do you go to prison? I think it's life in prison. But then again, if you've never had... I don't know. In the UK, I think he would only get like seven years. If he in shows France, he's I think it would be like a crime of passion. <laughs> I think if yes. people were like, it's a crime of passion, he's getting like... I think some people would go, kill the rich man. Come on. Eat the rich. Come on, boy. Um, Eat the rich. So he then goes into hiding and then kind of takes the place of the other man in the basement. Um, And that kind of like resets the whole kind of class system system that they've got there. Um, But I actually, I I was, I was again, very intrigued about the sort of constantly like try this movement of like class, divides or whatever it's because right at the end he the the dad is able to send the son a message via morse code it, that's another sort of bizarre wacko daco kind of like here we go uh message basically being like yo i'm in i'm in the basement and the son writes this letter back being like i'm gonna get rich and then buy the house so you can come out and i was like I don't know how to feel about that in terms of the film being this like no. they're just repositioning the same class or like wealth. Like I guess they leave it up to interpretation, but the thing is, like in Korean society, like him having that under his name that he's been involved in something like this, he's never gonna get like a reputable job or anything. Well, I mean, I guess he can just stay in the. Well, I mean, if the son's rich, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could just stay no, in the I house mean the son, day, like, trying to get rich. Like, he he won't be able to. Oh! Well, I guess that's an interesting thing. Yeah, like, how is he... Because also, it's not entirely clear what the, like... I mean, he can't... He wakes up from this, like, brain injury, and he's just laughing. But it's not really mm. made clear how, <laughs> like... How, like... With it, he is in terms of, like... I mean, he's able... No, like, at the end of it, he seems very sort of, like, you know, back to his normal self. But, like, yeah, it's it's an interesting one where you just see him fantasizing about buying this house and being rich, and I'm like... But this is... You know what, dude? At the same time, this is also, like... Do it. Where probably one of the most traumatic things in his life has ever happened. His sister died, like, there. Mm. And he's still, like, lusting for this lifestyle, even after it all for a different reason at least to like free his father but there's still like mm-hmm. this i've got to get rich quick kind of feel which i completely relate <laughs> to i'm always trying to oh, I'm we've always... all got a rich quick get, get rich quick scheme yeah, yeah yeah i've got like seven under the belt that's never that's never going on um yeah no but it's true because it's like but his is unhealthy his it... obsession i think well no exactly and i think it's like this well because you have that whole problem of the fact that the dad says to him before the whole sort of debacle at the birthday party goes down when they're in the they're in the gym after the house has been flooded. He's like, "You can't have a plan. When you have a plan, that's when things go wrong because you're going to be disappointed." Do you know what I mean? And then the son ends up at the film being like, "I've got a plan. Yeah. I'm going to get rich." And you're like, 
I think we just had this discussion. Yeah, that's a really the good point. The plan is apparently not going to work. Like, so you, it does end on this very sort of, um, very, yeah, ambiguous note of, of, especially because it does that thing where it plays you the sort of fantasy where you almost go, wow, okay, that's the future. And then it comes right back down to the present. So you're like, okay, again, so this is another sort of, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to And I guess yeah, it is left up to your interpretation, like, could that actually happen? Could he do that? Like, is that going to happen? Probably not. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, what's your review of it? What What's your star rating? So, when I watched it, I was so kind of just, I think, a bit in shock of, like, the genre and what was going on and the fact that I'd never really seen anything like it before. So, at first, I was a bit like, I didn't even know what to think of it. But I have not been able to stop thinking about it like every 20 minutes (laughs) since I've watched it. And I think I'm actually in love with it. I think I'm going to give it like four and a half, maybe not five. I don't know what's going to, I don't know what I'm going to give a five, but I'm going to go four and a half, maybe five stars. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would say, I think I would give it five stars. I really liked it. I obviously wrote an essay all about it. The only issue with yeah, you really but the it. thing is with writing an essay about it, I've made it very like analytical. So then rewatching it, I was like, oh yeah, and this and this and this. It's like you couldn't, yeah. you know, when you read a you book in English it. and then you completely ruin the book, and you'd have oh. I still have love for it, but like it, it's it's a little less enjoyable because I have picked apart it so much. Every every sentence, <gasps> yeah, no, but. That's true. Yeah, I would give it a five. I would say it does live up to its expectations and it is something yeah. that I've never seen before. Um, so yeah, give it a watch if you haven't. I'm sure you have. Like, I think Kit's the only person in the world. We're so late to the game. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But the thing is, I will say, yeah, it does live up to the hype. It deserved the Oscar. And as well, don't be afraid really to new... read subtitles. Like, oh, get out of it. anyone who... Sh- like, I do understand, like, especially, like... For example, like, when I, when I, because I'm dyslexic, when I started watching stuff like anime, I had a terrible time with subtitles. But I mean, I got better at it. You just, you acclimatized to it. But I do understand if people have, like, dyslexia, it is obviously difficult. I know, but, but like, we're both dyslexic here. Like, we, <laughs> obviously, if we can't yeah, read, I'm not, can't... I'm not going to be a dick. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Just watch it and don't understand. Um, do you think you can get a dubbed version? I was looking because I wanted to do something else whilst I was watching it and there was no dub version so I have to I had to give it my full attention. I just couldn't deal with it. Can we talk about the fact that they're possibly going to make an American version and I no. need them to stop? No. They did I need, this with, I, need people, okay. I need Americans. There was this uh, there was this French movie called stop. Untouchable which is like one of, a perfect movie. It's amazing. It's about a paraplegic guy okay. being take, taken care of um by this kind of guy from uh, like the block, let's say. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But like that's how it's framed in the movie. Like he's from like the estates, I guess, of France, of Paris. Um, and it was a perfect movie. It was an absolutely perfect movie. It's heartwarming. It's funny. It has everything that you want. Like, it, it's it's a perfect movie. They remade it with the guy from Breaking Bad. Well, well I know him, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle, the dad. 
Um, oh yeah, Malcolm in the Middle died. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was Kevin Hart, and it was like it wasn't well received by the American audience at all. But I feel like if the American people watched the original French one, it's so much more funny. It's so much more. I wouldn't say French humor isn't unapproachable at all. I think it's it's quite a universal humor. It's not like I don't know. American humor is quite hard to process. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, like, I just, I have, like, Americans are like, America is this weird thing of being like, we just have to Americanize it. And it's like, mm. y- you actually don't, like, do you, I mean, like, again, like, oh, another Korean film we should watch, Old Boy. Have you ever seen no, it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's a, it, that's a, that's a crazy film. But they made, like, an American version of it. I mean, an Old Boy, the, the original Korean version, like, is, like, hailed, you know, it's, like, quite a, a well-received film. And the American film is just like shite, because you're like, why? No, why? 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 Yeah, I don't know why. There was like one of my favorite TV shows is Peep Show, and they tried to do an American version of it, and it completely flopped because the whole premise of it is like playing on like English stereotypes and like English humor and kind of the elephant in the room thing that happens in England so much where no one wants to say the obvious. And they completely, like, they can't do that in America because that's not how people act. They don't act like that. So it was a complete flop. But people, American people, enjoy watching... I I don't understand. Maybe it's, like, middle America can't... They've done a poll or something and they can't get behind watching, like, (laughs) foreign media. They've done a poll. Even if it's, like, from the UK. Like, they redid Shameless and stuff like that. And I I don't think that needed to be redone. (laughs) I mean, I didn't mind the American version of Shameless. But, I mean, mean, when they tried to make the American version of The Inbetweeners. And, I mean, I wasn't a massive fan of The Inbetweeners, the British version. The American version was, like, Oh, that was horrific. The only uh, the only good thing has been The Office, I guess, but they are like completely yeah. different programs. They're not like copying They're the script. Yeah, yeah. Peter Capaldi is not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Gr- Peter Capaldi's in the British Office, right? Yeah. Am I? Did I just have an aneurysm? Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. Good, 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 good. <laughs> anyway. No. So next week, what's the movie we're gonna? Be- what's it called again? Maria Malcolm. Malcolm and Marnie and Malcolm. Maria and Okay, we'll uh, put the Max. we'll put the exact <laughs> title in the description below. Wait, no, I got it here. Was that? Was that? it? It's the one with Zendaya. It's the new Malcolm one. and Marie. We both Malcolm have opinions Marie. about Zendaya, which have no background or and no support behind. I'm just not a big no. fan. Sometimes she looks a bit arrogant, and I don't know why. But that's really rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, but I've never for seen me, her it's act. Just that she's stunning and yeah. that just I'm, that I'm completely me. probably jealous but I saw her in like a Vogue thing recently and she was literally seems like the nicest person so I the don't know where person. I this opinion of her so I think we need to I th- hopefully this film will make us uh, re-examine yeah I think this film has gotten pretty torn reviews mm. so we'll see how yeah. we'll see how we we like it but anyway we'll say goodbye for now bye